Hello and welcome to the Drink In, Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode 166, the Dr. Mario episode, with your host Dustin with the no bones. And Saf with the bespectacled baby animals. And Keith with the tropinkle dragon, a milkshake IPA from Two Tums. What a mess. <laughs> we should act like we've done this before. <laughs> you would think. Oh, jeez. Uh, we haven't even started drinking yet. All right, so... I did. I'm uh, sorry to tell you. Oh. Oh, damn it. I'm behind. All right, so today's episode is uh, number 166. We are doing Dr. Mario. Uh, currently, we are under quarantine, locked down, can't go anywhere except for to go get beer because that's essential. Definitely. Uh... So yeah, we're uh, what is this? Uh, like day six of the quarantine or the lockdown, technically. I think so. So since Wednesday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know, when this episode comes out, it might have been three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, forever ago. Uh, currently, we are not dead. Uh, I can't speak for when this is released, but <laughs> <laughs> at this point, we are not dead. Uh, and so we thought it would be a good idea to make an episode related to. Uh, this, uh, yeah, well, doctors, contagions, viruses, and my first thought was Resident Evil. Uh, what were you, what was your first thought, Andrew? Oh, mine was like quarantine movies. Like Contagion and... Contagion, yeah, Outbreak. And then Keith swooped in with the more appropriate... On brand suggestion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, perfect. let's keep it geeky. <laughs> Video keep games. It, keep it light. Let's not get depressed each other by talking about. Yeah, keep it light and breezy. So we're going with the Dr. Mario. Uh, but before we jump too mu- too far into that, we are going to be drinking our beers. Uh, we're doing a little bit different today. Uh, we are kind of stuck in our own homes, uh, and so three different locations, uh, and it was virtually impossible. Not impossible, but it was improbable for all of us all of us to get the same beers. Uh, and so we basically came up with the idea to just drink our own beers and kind of talk about them. Uh, so in the intro, I stated that I have the No Bones. Uh, this from Indiana City. It is the Doodle Crew. I don't know which number it is. Um, uh, tw- I'm going to say 22 because mine is 23. Yeah. And this one came out, uh, I remember it coming out. Couple weeks ago, because I had it at the Noblesville Books and Brew Tap Over or Takeover Tap Takeover, Tivity Tact uh, Tacticianer. Some of those were words. Yeah, some of those some. were words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, number twenty-two on the Doodle Crew, I believe. Someone can reach out and say that uh, I'm wrong or whatever. Uh, I, what I know it was before the one I have. Yeah. So which one do you have? I have twenty-three. Twenty-three. So. 20, which is that? <laughs> The bespectacled baby animals. Sweet. So we'll be able to compare somewhat. It's the same style of beer with just a little bit of differences. So mm-hmm. that that one's fancy. And then Keith has something from Two Toms. Yes, I have the Tropinkle Dragon, which is a milkshake IPA, and it is nothing like yours. <laughs> um, yeah, because <laughs> it is bright pink, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I guess that's in its name. Does it like dragon fruit? Like, what's the we might as well jump to yours because yours is the exotic one. 
Sure. Um, well, I can tell you a little bit about it. It says, our delicious milkshake IPA was brewed by the Girls Pint Out as part of National Women's Day. So the beer was brewed with a special Pink Boot Society hot blend of Azaka, El Dorado, Idaho Gem, and Laurel. So I think the pink is just representing the Girls Pine Out and National Women's Day. I don't think it has like any of that guava. That's the other one that we're not featuring on this episode. That one had like the dragon fruit or something in it, I think. But yeah, this is the picture that Tom posted had like fruits in the background, but maybe that's just the aromas and flavors that those represent. Probably. I would imagine. Because I thought I read that somewhere, but I'm pretty sure that's the other beer that talked about having those different. But it's still it's a tropical tropinkle. So it's got the tropics. It reminds me of the um, his anniversary beer that we had that was blue and coconut. Yes. Um, it smells tropical like that, but there's no coconut. So, wow. The, so better. So the picture on Instagram, it looks doesn't look like a beer. No, it does not look like a beer. It looks. It looks like a strawberry milkshake. Is what it looks like. Yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. So it does have dragon fruit in it. So my question was correct. Oh. Yes, guess it does. The description does not say that. It yes. does not. On on the website or website Instagram, when he posted it, he said, "Look at that color, Tropinkle Dragon Milkshake IPA, six point five percent pineapple, punk guava, and dragon fruit." Ah, cool. There it is. I knew I read it somewhere. Yep. But that color is amazing. I'm happy yeah, I'm able is. to pull that up. And the the cans they have are the black label with a two on it. Is that what you have, or do you have like the generic? Yes. Cra- oh, it is a black label with a two, so it's like his basic one. And then if you twist it off to the side, there's a little silver sticker he put on the outside of it that has the name, the ABV. Because the other beer I have came in the same thing. I don't think he had time to put this out to get a new label made, probably due to the maybe uh, he wasn't even lack of production or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Um, yeah. But he just put two little side labels on it. So this looks like his basic normal label. It's probably cheaper just to mass produce stickers, uh, can mm-hmm. stickers, yeah. and then just have a label maker and print the the ones that they need. I mean, I feel like that's the way that I would do it. Uh, but if if you got, if anyone wants to take a look at these uh, these cans or just any of these beers, make sure you go to Two Tom's uh, Instagram or their Facebook or Twitter, I guess. Uh, but it's Two Tom's Brewing Company as the... Uh, the at, because uh, I just looked up two times and that was not correct. <laughs> yeah, that's like a sporting company. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, so yeah, make sure you go check them out. Uh, Fort Wayne, he's he's good people. Anyways, back to your beer. Oh, what's it smell like? What's it look it, like? As I said, well, we can start with the looks. The looks, since it is pink, we had to go to our deep, deep archives and find the right color. (laughs) And what I found is Invader Zim's shirt or eyes. So this little picture that we have, um, he's got like these pink eyes and a pink shirt. Um, So it it matches that one. I think the closest It's the only thing that's really pink on there. Not what you'd expect from an IPA. No, not at (laughs) all. But with the word milkshake in front of it. Yeah, I could see that. And the word pink in the name and pink. Yeah. So, like I said, it smells very tropical. It's very similar to the uh, his other beer, the anniversary beer. 
and the taste is definitely tropical, fruity, very smooth up front. Um, the little back end with the hops, it's an interesting mix of hops. So I'm very curious. Um, it said it's a special group from the Pink Boot Society, their own special hop blend. I don't know if they just decided to, if they use that in other beers or I, I don't know. That's what I was wondering too. How is, why is this the special to this society? Unless yeah. they, unless when they made the collaboration, they determined what hops I was going to be. Pick what they wanted. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it goes down smooth. It's very sweet, fruity up front. Mm -hmm. And on the back end, you get more of the hops that kind of sit in there, but it's not like a, a burning hop or a burning sensation. So it's kind of smooth, easy drinking, um, very sweet all the way throughout. And it's got that typical two Tom's new England style IPA taste, which is really good. I got the, uh, untapped up. If you want me to read that. Yeah, go ahead. There are 19 unique check-ins, 17 ratings with a 4.16 out of five. So it's very new. Not many people checked this in yet. Extremely new. As in, I believe like it was Friday. just released yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can see on the pictures, I don't know if those pictures show up besides mine that I already posted on there. You can see the little sticker that's yeah. on the side. A lot of people are just taking pictures of that little sticker. But you can really see the color pop in some of the other glasses. It's just like, wow, in your face pink. There's a couple people that said stuff besides Keith's check-in. There's another Keith that said, creamy and crazy smooth, not to mention the color is awesome, and gave it a four out of five. And... Sean, where did he go? I just saw his name a second ago. He said, most milkshake IPAs nowadays are so fruit forward, they skip the milkshake and IPA part. This is creamy and less fruity. Great balance here. And that looks like a 4.25. Mm -hmm. I agree with those. So the fruit doesn't like, is not like the main thing you're noticing? Well, it is up front as I said, but the smoothness of the milkshake, it just kind of blends it so well together. I mean, don't get me wrong. You still get the hops um, mm -hmm. and it ends hoppy. So it does stay with you. So, you know, you are drinking an IPA and not just, you know, a fruit blended milkshake. So it's, it's a very good blend all the way through, but the sweetness doesn't really fall off. The sweetness stays with you, which I love. Sounds amazing. It's very good. Which is why I gave it a 4.75. Wow. I gave it oh, very high. Perfect. Because I like more the sweetie, the, the sweeties. I like more this, <laughs> the sweeter flavor of it and more that the tropical sense. Um, and that IPA is not too strong, not too hoppy. It just kind of blends really well. What do you think would give it that extra 2.5 or 0.5? Um, I think there's just a little bit on the back end with the hops. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's a good flavor and it, it mixes so well, but there's just, there's something a little bit there that doesn't really set it over the edge. I mean, it's really close. There's no IBUs listed. What would you guess if you had a oh, number on it? Super low, probably yeah. 20 or less, 15 wow. most likely. All right. Sounds good. Dustin, you want to hit us with some music, and then we'll get to our beers a little later? Yeah, we can do that. So like we said earlier, the episode is the uh, Dr. Mario, and we're going to be doing a little bit of Dr. Mario 
and a little bit of the music. So we're going to start with the title themes of the Dr. Mario. And we're going to go through the years and the evolution of Dr. Mario, starting from the original on the NES slash Game Boy all the way up to the, I guess, Luigi one. I don't have one past Luigi for the title track. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> so here we go, starting with the Game Boy. Very tinny and high-pitched. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have that many registers. This <laughs> is a Game Boy. <laughs> you have like four sounds you can use. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Stuck in our head forever now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to put you in like a, like you're sitting in a waiting room waiting to see the doctor. Yep. Yeah. Very catchy. Yeah. It's like you're, you're trying to stay upbeat and you're still somber because you're at the doctor's office. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So here's that same theme, but in the combination of Tetris and Dr. Mario, I haven't played this. So I don't know how well this game runs, but I found it interesting that they had the combination. This is for the Super Nintendo. So kind of echoey. Yeah, I think that's the Tetris vibe. Yep. And the Tetris theme. So I'd be interested to see who composed this one. Like if it was the Tetris people that composed it. Right. I like, I like that, that bass. bass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> boom, boom, Slapping boom, the bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know, I didn't really like Tetris, but that I feel like that would get annoying over time, having that same... High pitch, echoey sound coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thankfully, it's title screen. Yeah, it's just the title screen, so you can quickly press start and get out of there. You do realize how often I leave games running. (laughs) (laughs) You you probably shouldn't do that. Probably not. All right, so here is the Dr. Mario 64 version. Ooh, added drums in the back there. Yeah. Little congas. Kind of like a Super Mario World vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like that tropical thing almost. Comes the bass. Sounds like there's a Moroccan in the background too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some <laughs> island vibes now. Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> We're just he missing the <laughs> We're missing the steel drum. It's like what is Dr. Mario prescribing in this game? Dr. Mario Sunshine. There you go. All right. Uh, Dr. Mario Online RX. This was for the Wii. They just sped that up. It's on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Very fast. More bass. Yeah. This time it's like more of an upright bass instead of like... Yeah. The other ooh, ooh, that's different. Yeah, it most definitely. It sounds like what is it, a xylophone now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like one of those toy xylophones, not an actual yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> they have like six keys. Yeah, <laughs> that one. All right, my my man, right here, the Doctor Luigi version. I believe this is just on the Wii U. 
from the year of Luigi. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 It's like a Wii Sports sound. Oh, yeah. yeah. A tropical resort. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play tennis. I don't know why. <laughs> Ooh. There's your steel drums. There yep. it is. Yeah. I like it. This is all, like Dr. Luigi, Dr. Mario. They're like, yeah, you'll feel better after you take these pills. You'll yeah. just be on the beach somewhere. How is Dr. Luigi different? Just you play as Luigi now? Yeah. The same game, just different. Yeah. No, I was going to say different guy the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and then here is the title theme on the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, damn. When you select Mario, this is from essentially from the online RX theme, but it's all the same same theme. But I guess it's just quick sped up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's really snaps. No big. Yeah, I was gonna say it's really not big difference with the snaps. I thought that was one of you guys. <laughs> nope, not yet. Yeah, so, yeah, they're all... I mean, the evolution doesn't seem like much has changed. Um, except for when it comes like Dr. Luigi. And maybe the later ones where we actually have themes for the, you know, the Dr. Mario worlds. Uh, you'll be able to hear a bigger difference, but it's just it's a slight difference between like just the online like the quality is improved, but yeah. like the basic song stays remains the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you just cancel out the Tetris one, that's a completely th- you know a completely different mm-hmm. theme altogether. Uh, ooh, is that thunderstorm? Oh yeah, they're coming in. That was a big rumble. All right. <laughs> uh, nice. I was waiting for it to cut out. I don't know. I, I might have to like leave the episode and close my windows since it's like 70 degrees outside. I opened everything up. But for now, uh, yeah. Anyways, so if you take the Tetris one out because it, it's a completely different theme, uh, they all sound like really, really similar. Just yeah. you could tell mm-hmm. just the quality upgrades. Slightly slowed down or sped up on a couple of occasions. But yeah. yeah, try to mix it up a little bit. As the technology grows, they can add more instruments. Okay, where's the... There it is. Okay, so the beer that I have... Holy smokes. Ooh, I heard that, that was one. loud. <laughs> heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the beer that I have in front of me is from Indiana City. It is the No Bones, part of the Doodle Crew artwork. Uh, the Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA. On Untapped, it's marked as a uh, New England, so that's what we'll just say it is. 7.5 ABVs. Uh, I don't have any IBUs on there. Um, Our Craft Brew Doodle Crew series continues with this juicy tropical haze IPA with massive whirlpool and dry hop additions of Azaka and trident hops so with the azaka combination from last beer connection 
Um, I have them up on the on Instagram as well. I figured it'd be easier if everyone just goes and checks out their Instagram too. Uh, you can actually see what this uh, label looks like. So everyone who's listening, feel free to go to uh, Instagram.com slash Indiana City Beer, and you'll be able to find them. If you're not following them, be feel free to follow Golly. them. Jeez. I might uh, lose you here. I might die. Um, <laughs> uh, so the website says this was uh, released February 8th, according to this website. So it's a couple weeks old. Uh, Countdown to No Bones DDH Hazy IPA, our newest in the Craft Doodle Brews series, can release and tapping Saturday, February 8th. Uh, Fruit Forward, Azaka, and Trident Hops. It is the first time our brewers have gotten to brew with Trident Hops. So it'll be it'll be interesting. It is pouring down rain now. Uh, and then, yeah, they just have information about releasing and all that stuff. So the artwork is actually pretty cool. Uh, it's just a bunch of like people or creatures or animals being melted people. Yeah. It looks like they're, they're not melted. They're just, they have no bones, no bones. And so there's these little clips that are like hooked on in a string on a stars. And those are holding up the people. And (laughs) God, that is freaky looking. Yeah. It reminds me of that painting with like the melting clocks. Yeah. That's, Uh uh, um, Wow, it drawed a blank. I know it's a surrealism. Uh, I was going to say the artist. Dali? Like, no, what? Salvador Dali. Who? Salvador Dali. Is that wrong? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Andy Warhol. No, it's, I think it's right. That's. I think that's right. Uh, Salvador. Let me look it up. Yeah, Salvador Dali. It's the persistence yeah. of memory is what it's called. <sighs> yeah, I couldn't remember. I could not remember the name of it. The Persistence of Memory, so if you want to look it up, kind of looks like that. He's all about surrealism, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, regardless of how creepy it looks, the background is bright. Uh, it's, it's just everything is being held up. There's even one of the skins that are like tearing apart. <laughs> Poor yeah. Is that the, a pink elephant or what is that? Or is that just somebody's face? I think that's like it looks like an elephant. There's a worm with a crown on it. Dog, yeah, dog, you know, a retriever of sorts, or one of those hunting dogs. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you ignore the images, the colors are just so bright and fun, and then yeah. you take a closer look, and you're like, Holy shit, what's happening? Here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, other than that, um, it's a fun, festive can. I have not seen the numbers yet, but. It's your Indiana City label, basically, for the Doodle Crew. It's enjoyable. Uh, the color of the beer, uh, it is hazy by definition, so you can't really see through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really nice. It is a nice golden color. Uh, depending on which light I'm using, I'm using LED lights in my office. Uh, so that's you know what we have. And the color on the website is where right there kind of in the tails tales star fox 64 realm it is that goldeny color um it's still like yellow but it's not quite scorpion so probably tails tales at number five okay very tropical i think that's the zaka hops uh for sure um it's it smells pretty clean and pretty hoppy so 
It smells like it tastes good. And I can tell you that it tastes pretty good. Uh, I think I saw the other day that this can won something. It, it was like number three in some contest. Label really? contest. I can't. I think it was in the Instagram stories, so it's gone now. Hmm. But I remember seeing that. Well, it's deserving. I mean, it's creepy, but you're right. I love those colors. It really does pop. And the little clown they have. Is that something they do <laughs> since they're clown shoes? There's like a clown ball of something right there. This is the only other can I remember with a clown. Let me look at mine. We were just continuing to talk about your beer label. The little clown ball that's in there. I didn't know if they snuck a clown in all their labels. Oh, yeah, there. they did. There is a clown ball in there. All right, so this tastes, I mean, as you expect, tropical, very hazy as well. Kind of bitter. Um... Something that looks as juicy as this, I kind of expected something juicier, especially mm-hmm. since the the can states that it contains lactose. doesn't really taste too much like a milkshake. I don't know. Uh, I did check this in. Uh, they were at the tap takeover at Books and Brew, and I gave it... Wait. Oh, wait. I'm going to say this first. Okay. There are 335 ratings. The average is 3.87. Uh there's actually 385 check-ins, and now you can say what your number is. <laughs> I'll also wait. I have a few friends who actually checked this in. So oh, Christian okay. D. at his mm-hmm. house is Pecan Court cul-de-sac. <laughs> I love reading his check-ins. He bought it at the liquor store, but it's still the, you know none the same. He got it 375. He said it's like a punch in the mouth. From the hops, quickly followed by a passion fruit or orange juice flavor that finishes bitter and dry. Also, first time I've had Trident hops. Wonder if it's dentist approved. <laughs> <laughs> Doubtful. Uh, Patrick also had it. He gave it a 375 as well. He said pretty solid, little sweet. I don't believe the sweetness part, but it could be the age of mine. Uh, yeah, Dustin Woods had it there. He gave it a 425. Uh, just a picture, no uh, verbiage. No verbiage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then globally, I just see pictures. Not everybody, you know, says things. I for sure don't. Uh, but there's quite a bit of just check-ins. Uh, I myself, I gave it a solid four. Pretty good. Yeah. Good. Good. Big fan. <laughs> Scott F says, all these Beyonce jams, you stay on my mind. No bones about it. <laughs> and he gave it a four as well. All right. Let's uh have Keith read this about Dr. Mario. Up there at the top? Yeah, that little first paragraph. <clears throat> Dr. Mario is the persona Mario takes in the Dr. Mario series. Under this identity, Mario dons a lab coat, a head mirror, and a stethoscope around his neck. He first appears in his titular game, Dr. Mario. He also appears as an unlockable fighter in Super Smash Bros. Melee, Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, where he is considered a separate character from Mario. The Game Boy version came out in 1990. It's an action puzzle video game produced by Gunpai Yokyo and designed by... Takahiro Harada. Nintendo developed and published the game for the NES and Game Boy consoles. 
The game's soundtrack was composed by Hiro Kazu Tanaka. More on him later. Dr. Mario works as a virus research at in a virus research lab at the Mushroom Kingdom Hospital alongside Nurse Toadstool, sexist. When an experiment <laughs> goes wrong, the hospital is flooded with tricolored viruses armed with mega vitamins, a medicine of his own invention. Dr. Mario sets out to neutralize the outbreak. Shall we continue? Uh, sure. Uh, so in the gameplay, Dr. Mario periodically throws mega vitamins into the bottle. Afterwards, the player can move and land them on viruses, which spawn throughout the bottle. By connecting a pair of three or more halves of a mega vitamin into a virus of the corresponding color, the virus disappears. As such, blue megavitamins eliminate the chill virus, red megavitamins eliminate fever viruses, and the yellow megavitamins eliminate weird viruses. Removing all viruses on the screen advantage advances the players to the next level. Uh, compared to its appearance and artwork on... And on the cover in gameplay, his hair, Mario's hair, and mustache are lighter, almost orange. His headband is white, and he has no gloves on. Oh, so doctor. Not utilizing proper PPE. That's that's <laughs> what I'm – he is part of the problem. Right? <laughs> he's spreading the virus and stuff. He's, <laughs> he's, touching, he's touching his face. He's not washing his hands. <laughs> Just like Dr. Fausters. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that with Mario in all the old like images of his head, like his hair is always that lighter, almost orange color, mm-hmm. and it's different than his mustache and everything else. I always remember that looking at the old NES and SNES box art. It's like his hair color was very different. I think that was to differentiate his face from his the rest of his head, like because with six pixels, it all starts to blend together. So they yeah, that's true. Added a different color. Then just stayed that way. Hmm. All right. What's our next theme song? Our next theme song is the fever. Fever. I have a fever. (laughs) I was kind of looking because it said that there's three virus types and we only have music for two of them. So I was looking to see if there was a weird Weird theme theme. and I didn't (laughs) see it. It's a kind of a a tough, uh, sell to kind of like try to get them to look up hey give me a weird theme (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is the dr mario 1990 fever music it says compilation but i'll just play the beginning part (laughs) there it is classic yep it's my favorite That's the viruses. They make those noises. Yeah. They kind of like dance and spin when that. Yes, under the little microscope, they go in circles. God, I could listen to this all day. Uh huh. I love how like each little verse that it has in here it changes constantly. It's yeah. like it picks up and then it adds a new little instrument in there. Yeah. And then it gets to the point, I think it was right after that it gets quiet. It's like do do do. 
and it just comes like in these that sounded more espn like but um it's it gets very quiet and it just adds like and like i don't know how to describe it but it's it's really cool bum bum there it is basically all right the next one on here is the tetris and dr mario fever theme organ yeah that's weird Oh, take me out of the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> well, that was a cool little virus sound they had. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a record scratching. <laughs> I could totally make that sound when I fa- face plant myself on a pl- uh, keyboard, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That sounds very different. All right, very moving good. on to yeah, I like it, it's <laughs> like I didn't really want to change it there. <laughs> that was really nice. But here's uh, Mario sixty four. Or not. There we go. <laughs> that, was, that was Wario. Added <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like bass track. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Those are Mario character sounds, I think. Yeah. Sounds like the viruses are multiplying and doing the action of multiplying. <laughs> and tripping on Yoshi's back. It's <laughs> not like a Koopa Troopa. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it looks like the... According to this art, the, the viruses have arms and legs in the 64 version. So like they're running from Dr. Mario versus the other ones where they just look like floating viruses. Here's the online X, RX version. I was going to ask if they were wearing gloves. They are wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> the viruses do, but Mario doesn't. Oh, that's new. Whoa. That whistle is loud. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a little loud. That's the virus that's on my face. Oh, he's underwater. Yeah, underwater thing. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That one's the, not my favorite. No, the underwater theme for sure. All right, here we go. Doctor Luigi. I feel like this so is slow. this is the appropriate response to music when you're on drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Kind of creepy. 
It's like the Super Mario 64 uh, cave level. Yes. Or insert right. insert game cave level. <laughs> <laughs> or like the almost like the background music. So when you when you discover the fairy fountain, but not interact oh, with yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like or any like Final Fantasy like themes where you go to a princess and as you're walking up to them, there's this in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's very that's repeats. That's it doesn't. Make, yeah, I like it. It's very calm. Uh, first first theme right here for the Doctor Mario World soundtrack. This is the mobile app. Here we go. That's Mario Kart-ish. Yeah. Feels like they threw everything into this one. They ramped it up. Yeah. yeah. Lots going on. The viruses no longer have feet. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Whoa. Uh, very Mario Kart-esque. Yep. Yeah, like Rainbow Road almost. Yeah. Alright, here we go with the Super cool. Smash Brothers Melee. Yes. For Dr. Mario. So fast. Mm-hmm. Rocket themed. It does seem kind of sped up a little bit. It does, yeah. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of the, the online RX, how they had everything sped up. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Make it sound more like a Mario. Yeah. 64 is what it sounds like. And it's a little echoey because it's supposed to be like in a big fighting arena. Yeah. Oh. Getting serious now. That's good fighting music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I did find something right here. I don't know how this is going to be, but it's the evolution of Dr. Mario Fever Theme Acapella by Triforce oh. Films. So special. Let's see how this goes. Uh, let me skip the ad real quick. All right, ad is skipped. Okay. Whoa. Oh, I've heard that I've seen this guy do a lot of Mario stuff. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Very tough. I like it. That is good. It's basically all the sounds that we made while we were listening. <laughs> <laughs> and he put it together himself. Thank you. You are you are a god among men with the acapella. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's all of the fever themes. Uh, I will say uh, now that I'm getting to the end of this can because I poured the rest. Hold of on, it, you're like cutting it. Okay, sorry. It's the weather, probably. All right. So as I'm getting to the end 
of this can. I just want to jump in there before we do anything else. It's getting super bitter and it's kind of getting hard to drink mm. because the uh, the floaties from the bottom of the can. It's like super bitter. So that dry hop. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling the same thing with mine, which I haven't talked about yet. But as it gets warmer and like I'm getting to the end of the glass, it's it's definitely changed. Yeah. All right. Mine mine is consistent. I will say that. It's good. You're... I guess I could talk about my beer. Yeah, you're on the floor. Cool. All right. So I, as I said earlier, I've got the Bespectacle Baby Animals. It's the 23rd beer from the Indiana City, this uh, series they do with the Doodle Crew. Um, it features a massive whirlpool of dry hop editions of Taiko Watiti, Cashmere <laughs> 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 uh, and Citra Hops. Also 7.5 ABV, um, very similar. I think they do kind of the same basic recipe, but they change the hops with each one of these. On my can, there are, I tried to count them, but it was hard. I, I think I got to like 32 at one point. But there's a bunch of little baby animals, and they all got their little spectacles on, and they're all different bright colors with a black background. Um my favorite's probably this little frog with the helicopter on his head. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. The beer has the typical smell of these hazy IPAs, just like a like a, a like a fistful of hops in your nose. Very creamy looking, so you can't see through it. It's probably the same color as Dustin's. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with a new color that I just made up, the weird virus, the <laughs> yellow virus from this game. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Nice. <laughs> because I just saw something, people are like, there's a video someone recorded, the weird virus deserves a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. So I'm going to give him a color on our chart. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've been drinking this along the whole time. I only have a little bit left at this point. And at first, it started out just delicious and creamy and all the things you've come to love from this series. We've talked about at least four or five of these on this show so far, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's me taking a sip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I do like that panda. Yes. I think the panda is my favorite one. Sorry Sad to interrupt. Panda. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, Keith, what's your favorite? Um, oh, I just saw him. Oh, the, the little sad monkey with the little—he's uh, smoking a pipe up there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a grumpy face on. The little purple one. Yeah. yeah, the hedgehog's cute too. But yeah, as I get to the bottom, as I said, it's starting to get a little like the warmth isn't the best thing. You want these a little bit colder. I'm gonna say. Yeah, but overall. I think it's fantastic. Uh, anybody have untapped pulled yeah, up? Yeah, I got untapped pulled up. Out of 86 check-ins, it has a 4.13 ranking. And I only had one friend check it in, and that was Christian D. Said, very cool label, big aroma on this, juicy front that tastes like a mix of mango and oranges, slight creaminess and a dry finish. It's yeah, tasty. Uh, I have Dustin Wood checking in as well. He gave it a four and a quarter. Of course, he didn't say anything because that's Dustin's MO. <laughs> I've got Scott F. on my list. He says, that's dank off 
off draft on point 4.25 I am actually going to give it the same score 4.25 I'm going to use my location untapped at home (laughs) because that's the new addition they added to the app I'm glad they did I must set my own location up but yeah it's very good I mean I would normally drink it a little faster but since we've been sitting here talking and recording yeah, like I said, as it warms up, it's not the best. It gets a little bit more bitter over time, and I think Dustin, you said this a second ago about your beer. And, yeah. But overall, I think these are some of the best hazy New England IPAs that I've had. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And I think we, we, you said we've had a few on the show, and I think that me and you personally have had more than what we've had on the show. Yeah. I think I'm at 12. I'm like half. I feel bad. I'm at half. Yeah, I think you've had pretty good luck finding the cans in liquor stores and stuff. Yeah. If I don't go to the brewery, I'm not, I usually don't have it. But I know we did like the clown one and mm-hmm. uh, a couple other on that around that time. Yeah. Uh, the Doodle Crew also has their own Instagram just to continue me plugging people on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, so Instagram.com slash craft brew doodle crew. Um, and so you can basically take a look at uh, just their, their art that they do. And they all look like tattoo artists, you know, they, they're, yeah, they they're have, the type of people and they just sit down and they draw and apparently, yeah. And apparently the, let me go to the, the post of this, the, the brew crew posted something and he said, we did it folks came in third place in the U S today's top 10 beer label competition. Yeah. That was for the no bones, right? Yeah. For the no bones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Keith and I were talking about that when you were closing your windows. Oh, so it's already on the show. Okay. 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 I mean, I couldn't remember all the details. I just remember. I just said, I saw that the other. All right, cool. Um, so I'm trying to see, there's not a specific listing. I wish there was like a website with a specific li- with a, uh, listing of this one. Um, yeah, but I mean they're really cool. Like this one, the uh, the Gojiri Sirens Clash is nice. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you just go to theirs and you know you take a look at the Doodle Crew stuff, that they have a really good thing happening, and uh, they better watch out because. Indiana City is slowly becoming one of my favorite breweries, just like Andrews. Yeah. Um, it's most definitely starting to become the brewery I think about when someone says Indianapolis. Like, I no longer think of, like, Sun King as the brewery of Indianapolis. I think of Indiana City. Luckily, they're, like, neighbors, so you can do them both pretty easily. Right. And you don't have to yeah. choose. Yeah, you just do both, yeah. But a big fan. Big fan. All right, so uh, we have some actually no information on Tetris and Dr. Mario, so we'll skip that, and we'll talk about the 2001 release of the Dr. Mario 64. And Dr. Mario 64, Mad Science Teen? Science Teen? <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> Robs Dr. Mario's mega vitamins and sets off to deliver them to his master, Rudy what a clever name. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mads. <laughs> I feel like Rudy should be the one who is. Yeah, Mad science team. Mad science team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dr. Mario, as well as Wario, who wants to sell the mega vitamins for money, follow the two. In order to advance to the story, Dr. Mario must defeat Rudy's minions in virtual, what, VS? In versus matches? Oh, I see what they mm-hmm. did there. Yeah, so the inverse yeah. battles. In the end, it is revealed that Rudy is actually sick, and Science Teen was ordered to retrieve the magical he- magical healing pills to cure him. They should have just asked him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so evil. Continuing on, it says Dr. Mario also received several subtle aesthetic changes, most of them reflecting Mario's changes. Over- in particular, in some sprites, he gained, a- which has since become a staple of his design. However... Unlike the cover and in artworks, his stethoscope is still directly around his neck. His tie is blue instead of red. His headband is white instead of gray. His doctor's coat has no buttons or pockets, and he wears a tank top instead of a shirt. Shirt? She. She? (laughs) He wears a a, a bed sheet. (laughs) I guess I didn't notice he wore a tank top. I've never seen a doctor wearing a tank top before. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen the 64 version. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I've not seen this game, so I don't know. They add a lot more details. Rudy's trying to yeah. steal viruses and all that. You got to put a story to it, I guess. I guess, yeah. At least in the 64 version, you do. So, like, I'm curious to see the some gameplay of the 64. Is it mm-hmm. like Super Mario World, or is it still the puzzle solving game? I'm guessing it's the same basic thing. Just yeah, add another like levels to it, increasing difficulty. Maybe mm-hmm. you and Wario travel around a map, and every world is a new versus match. Oh, that's kind of how the iPhone version is. Yeah, it looks like there's just multiple pill bottles. You still just control the the dropping of the pills. Yeah. So all right, cool. Uh, it's not anything better than what I was anticipating, but. Mm-hmm. It is it is the game. It, it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we're just going to, we're going to quarantine and chill with the chill theme. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with the uh, NES Dr. Mario theme. I feel like the chill virus is just on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> It does seem like a laid, more laid-back version of the Fever song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost switched, but I'm glad I didn't. This is the best part of the song. Yeah. I was about to be bored and like, pass. A lot more percussion in this one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Ooh. This is the build-up, guys. Then it restarts. Drop that beat. Nope. (laughs) And it restarts there. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the Tetris and Dr. Mario version of it. So it's almost like the castles with the booze. Yeah. 
I don't like it. <laughs> like no. SOS, and then there's like static involved. Yeah. And there's the chill theme right there. Took a while for it to get there. Yeah. It's almost got a spooky vibe to it, like what you were saying with the booze. Yeah. SOS signals here. So mm-hmm. That's bizarre. All right. Yeah, and it start over there. Yep. All right. Wow. 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 Sixty-four. Here we go. So they're underwater. There's like splashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's supposed to be a drum beat or something. It's weird. But it is weird. All right, chill on the Mario Online RX. <clears throat> so it's like the last theme minus the water. Yeah, it's like a better version. track you wanted yes you could uh, um i don't think i'd ever pick this chill track uh-uh i'd always pick the with fever and then it's weird when you play it with none because those are your two options the fever <laughs> chill and none and it's just quiet and you just hear your pill moving none is the weird one yeah <laughs> so weird there's no music right good point <laughs> there i solved it I'm going to go take a nap now. <laughs> right? Lullaby. Baby theme. <laughs> baby Luigi. That's <laughs> me, Luigi. Luigi's a psychologist. Definitely play this to get my baby to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It does sound like a mobile or whatever mm-hmm. sound. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> that's, that's enough. I mean, it was interesting. It was, about. yeah. I'm good, though. All right, here's the Dr. Mario World soundtrack. It's upgraded for sure. Yeah, yeah, probably the best since the original. Mm-hmm. 
And that doesn't sound annoying at all. <laughs> it's almost like a Yoshi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice build up. I want to switch it, but I don't want to change it right now. <laughs> Very different. I remember this part. It's gonna start repeating itself. Yeah, it's about to. Yes. And and then we have the chill Mario sound in Brawl, even though Doctor Mario doesn't actually make it into Brawl. Weird. Yeah. Oh, they moved the pill sounds in there. <laughs> I was thinking yep. uh, Doctor Mario does is one of the characters that doesn't have his own level in the Smash game. Either. Yeah. yeah, that would be really hard to do though, since he doesn't really have much of a a level. I mean, you could be in the pill, pill bottle. And yeah, like Mr. Game drop the pills on you. Oh yeah. yeah, the pills could, or not the pills, but the viruses could be like the platforms. Yeah, jump up to different ones. Very rock themey though. Yeah, that's. Intense. It's like 1980s, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Epic battle theme. Well, that part was. <laughs> Not this part. Not this part so much. I like it. I like it. Kind of rocky. I like it. Someone's yeah. playing on trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> Banging on a trash can. <laughs> okay. Drumming uh, on the street light. <laughs> on the street light. <laughs> I miss Doug. All right, uh, so we're going to take a, a minor break right here. We're going to talk about some socials. Keep taking it away. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, we took a, a little minor break to kind of stretch our legs since all we're doing is just sitting. Uh, <laughs> so the composer of the original game, I don't know if he's a composer for the rest of them. I feel like he should be. His name is Hip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hirokazu Hip Tanaka, also known as Chip Tanaka. That's weird. That's weird. How is his nickname Hip, Hip, but he's also known as Chip? I'll get that. You'll see. I guess I don't. Know. Is a is a Japanese musician, composer, sound designer, and executive who pioneered chip tune music. Oh, that's maybe why. Oh. He is yeah, best. It seems like he had the nickname Hip, and then since he invented Chip Tune, they're like, "Let's well, just call him Chip." 
<laughs> I like it. He's best known as one of Nintendo's in-house composers during the 8- and 16-bit era of video games. Tanaka also had a role in designing and programming the Famicom and Game Boy Audio hardware, along with the NES Zapper, Game Boy Camera, and the Game Boy Printer. Stay tuned to the show to find more about those things. (laughs) We should do like a retro gaming... Like a Game Boy episode. That would be awesome. That, w- that, would, that be would be good. Maybe we'll do it next. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, stay tuned next week. Stay tuned next or two week. weeks from now. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Tanaka's soundtrack credits include Metroid, Kid Icarus, which is Ness, uh, Super Mario Land, Tetris, Mother. Oh, I see. Tetris, Dr. Mario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mother. I don't think I've ever played that one. 1989. Dr. Mario, and Earthbound. I guess Earthbound is the nest part, and Kid Icarus would be the, uh, like, Ike and people, right? Is it Earthbound Ness? Yeah. Yeah, Ness and what's the other? Lucas. <laughs> Lucas, thank you. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. Ugh. Oh, Kid Icarus is Pit. Yes. Yeah, it's Pit. Yeah. See, I got it all wrong. I didn't actually play it. I, just, no, I remember Kid Icarus from cartoon show with Captain Nintendo or whatever. His oh, name was. right. You remember that show? Yes. Oh, it was always him and Kid Icarus and Mother Brain, I think, was always the bad guy. It was a weird show. Mother Brain's from Metroid. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. Uh, as a president of Creatures, he continues to be involved in Nintendo's, more specifically, the Pokemon franchise. Oh. Did Pokemans. His hand in everything over there. Yes, he does. Oh, no, it would be the Mario Online, yeah. Because the Dr. Yeah. Mario oh. puzzles, it wasn't, it was Game Boy Advance, it was a re-release, it's not a new game, no new music or anything. So, yeah, online. Uh, Dr. Mario Online RX for the Wii in the WiiWare game. Players can control Dr. Mario or any Mi store their Wii. Dr. Mario serves a similar role as his debut game he makes uh he takes mega vitamins from the bag and throws them into the bottle using them to defeat viruses hmm. his design is consistent with blue eyes button coat a shirt red tie gray head mirror fair skin and a stethoscope has an altered position now being along his shoulders fancy pants I'm glad we got his whole wardrobe there. Yeah, for sure. All right, so this one is going. Actually, I think I have that game on my Wii. I here's... think I do. I do. I do not. But here's what happens when you lose. Hopefully, that plays when I die. <laughs> <laughs> like the virus takes over this is yeah they laugh at you i remember them they're sitting there laughing they're like the dogs in dunk hunt because i remember watching my brother play this and he gets so pissed and flip off the screen with the three (laughs) little things laughing at him he goes (laughs) tetris that's frightening yeah There's another game that uses that sound. 
uh, like a Metroid game or something. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Here's 64. I mean, he did compose them both. Yeah. So bringing back the original, yeah. A little bit extra. Yeah. This is the boo theme when you enter the... <laughs> yes. Or, right. or the haunted house. Yeah. Before you get the... All right. Game over for Dr. Luigi. Hopefully it's the same. Also, can hear It's basically the same, yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing. It's louder. Mm-hmm. Now entering the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have the Dr. Mario World that I have on the uh, Android. Telephone? Yep. But it's like it. it's like game results. It's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't really lose or die in that game. It's just like back to the screen. Yeah. So what a failed music part, Doctor <laughs> Mario World. Oh, that was fast. What yeah. does it sound like when you win? Oh, when you win, it sounds a little like this. Ooh, I want to dance. I do like fanfare music, and this is definitely up there on the list. I don't think I ever got this far in the song before. Oh, yeah, I won. Back to the... (laughs) Yeah. And it restarts. All right, next, Tetris and Dr. Mario. It's like the sound when you win a race. Yeah, yeah, that's Mario Kart. (laughs) Same song, just upgraded (laughs) to that annoying Tetris sound. I was gonna say upgraded, (laughs) (laughs) upgraded, downgraded. Same. Dr. Mario 64, victory. Yeah, I remember that sound. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really sound like he's winning, though. Or I don't feel like I won. Listen to this one. I think that's just when you beat the, like, one level. Oh. Sounds like you're about to Not get a whole letter game. from uh, the mayor in SimCity. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for saving us, Mark. <laughs> That's just gonna go on for the next. Yeah, time. pass. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Luigi. This one's super. Real slow down. Nope, it's the same. This is this. It is the same. Every other song in this game sounds slowed down, but this one. It's loud. Yeah. All right, here's when you win the game for Luigi. 
Which is probably, it sounds more back to the, the victory. Yeah. Basically the same. All right, the game results clear for Dr. Mario World. This one's probably also going to be bad. Nope. It, it is what you think it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the drum sounds a little better, but aside from that, it's mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just going to roll on for a while there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Is that it? That's all the, the victories that I have, and I have one more set of songs. I have the uh, the end credit scene stuff. So let's we jump. skip that Mario Express because yeah, we trash. Didn't have any music for that. Yep. I didn't have any information on Dr. Luigi. I just wanted the music, not the game, because we're talking about Dr. Mario. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have any uh, Miracle Cure in the 3DS. But uh, for the 3DS, it did come out in 2015, Dr. Mario Miracle Cure. You actually work with Dr. Luigi as well. Cool. So that's fun. Dr. Luigi, as well as his brother, Dr. – sorry, Dr. Mario, as well as, well as his brother, Dr. Luigi, mm -hmm. appear in the compilation in Dr. Mario's Miracle Cure, which includes Dr. Mario, the standard gameplay where Dr. Mario assists players destroy – to destroy viruses, as well as two additional game modes, Operation L from the Dr. Luigi and the Virus Buster. Uh, one clear method included uh, can use this Miracle Cure, which is a, a gauge that once filled can be used to destroy all viruses. And the Mega Vitamins of the corresponding color drop a bomb to remove the adjacent viruses and Mega, vir mega Vitamins. So essentially like yeah. a finisher move. Yeah. Yeah. Get like a bonus move or whatever once you do enough damage. Yep, that's cool. Okay, so then uh, to wrap things up, talk. let's talk about Dr. Mario World, and we can play the music of the end credits to end this episode. Cool. I can tell you about this one. Oh, good. Dr. Mario reappears in Dr. Mario World alongside several other Doctor characters. His special ability allows him to use the big mega vitamin with an M on it, which eliminates the lowest line. In dual mode, he has an average power and attack gauge, fills quickly, and his ability still affects everything positioned in the lowest line, two lines at higher levels. However, he has a subpar defense, and he has 30% chance of defending himself from level 1 attacks, but it decreases by 5% for each higher level. In a version update, both Dr. Mario and Dr. Peach receive fire variants, which gives them a lab coat and stethoscope over the normal fire outfits. Dr. Fire Mario improves upon Dr. Mario's skills by removing pieces that require multiple matches to clear otherwise. In a following update, Luigi and Rosalina continue this theme. Oh, perfect. We need a I think Dr. I Peach have, movie. <laughs> game. I have this game, and the only character I have unlocked is Dr. Bowser. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, I don't really like this compared to the other versions of this game because you're throwing viruses up instead of throwing them down like you normally do. And mm -hmm. you only need three colors to match instead of the normal. Gotcha. In order uh, to kill virus, so. I mean. One little bit of tidbit. The virus appears as an enemy in Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga and Mario and Luigi's Dream Team. 
in that game they change colors each time they are attacked and they when they are all defeated uh when they are all defeated when they are all the same color in similar fashion to how they're defeated by the same color capsules in Dr. Mario. All right, so uh, par- I part think the virus should be an item in Smash Brothers. That would be it awesome. Be. That would be fun. So you have the pills that but there's like no mention of the viruses. Yeah. Right. All right, end theme for Dr. Mario NES. So this is basically the staff credits in my mind. Yeah. I can't say I've ever heard this before. Yeah, I'm not sure if I got that far. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I beat the game. It took me a while. Those last levels, it's just like a full screen of virus. I know. Definitely want to take a nap now after that. Yeah. Uh, jumping straight up to Mario 64. A little bit better. Typical ending music. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of reminds me of Super Mario World. For sure. And then Dr. Luigi. More sleepy time, is it? <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm afraid to play that game. I'll just fall asleep <laughs> the whole time. The whole game takes place in Luigi's dream. He's dreaming about uh-huh. it. So it's Mario 2. <laughs> That's just my guess. Because yeah. it just feels that way. It was very dream statey. <laughs> Uh, and then Dr. Mario World. It's called the Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, this sounds like that other song. Yeah. The menu theme. Yeah. yeah. That's what this one is. When you're choosing your settings. Yep. I'm done over it. It's mislabeled or it doesn't have a proper end game. <laughs> They just use a different song and put yeah. it wherever. I feel like they they got sloppy with their their <laughs> composition in this game. All right, that's uh that's it for Doctor Mario. Um, I will uh let's I'm gonna pull up that that message that we did on Facebook about the the Rona virus, real quick. Um. Because I think it's uh, important to put it on all medias. So I'm just going to read it out loud real quick. Sure. Um, see more. Okay. So business as usual for us boys at the Drink and Geek Out. We uh, currently three out of the four of us are working from home. Soon four out of four. Uh, we I think it's four out of four now because Pale set up mm-hmm. uh, his office uh, in his cult room, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, will con- we will continue to produce content. Uh, since we were, you know, able to work remotely, our schedules have been uh, bi-weekly release. However, with our pent-up aggression, we might push more content out. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, in our pursuit, recording podcasts daily from now on. Right. We have nothing to do. Jeez. Uh, in our pursuit to support the craft brew scene, uh, we need to band together and support the local breweries in this time of need. Uh, we've already been doing that with the beers that we have in front of us. They're all local uh, beers. Uh, with exception to probably something from the next episode, but everything in this episode was local. 
Uh, we're going to be compiling the list, which never happened, uh, but we're still kind of working on it based on what they have, like a take-up menu, and we can pick up four it packs or whatever. like daily, so it's so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so us from Digo want to express our deepest love and admiration for everyone in the craft brew world and hopes everyone stays safe. Uh, as a signing off note, buy local beer and wash your damn hands. <laughs> and stay home. And stay the fuck home. Parks are closed. What are you doing? Um, Before we sign off, do you guys enjoy playing Dr. Mario? I do. I I still go back and play it right now. Well, not at this present moment. You've been playing this whole podcast? I know. (laughs) I'm horrible. (laughs) No, I do play it on my Switch and the little mini NES that they sent out those are the yes. ones that i played the most i'm like because it it keeps its replay value yeah i think more than some of the other games it's like okay well i've beat mario i beat this i beat that it's something yeah. new every time because it's I a puzzle puzzle games have like the best replay value i agree i don't know i kind of got bored of it when i was like i guess the only time i really played it was when i was homesick and playing it on the nes or super nes or which one, which one it was and like it, you'd beaten like donkey kong several times and you're like god i don't mm-hmm. play donkey kong again so you're sick and so you, you decide to play this game instead and then you're at home eight hours and you're playing it so <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. kind of got tired of it but it was okay i wouldn't say i hate it but i definitely got tired of it i can see that i enjoy like this and tetris a lot i just like yeah. They're very satisfying. They're not something you can just play in one level and be done with it and right. get a little bit of enjoyment out every now and then. Yeah. All right, now you can wrap it up. Just yeah. Wanted to... yeah, just get that in there. Of course, we did an episode on it. We might as well talk about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> about the music, we haven't really talked about the game at all or how it, like the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for all until of us, next time. Yeah, until, yeah, there we go. Drink up and geek and out. Geek out and, and geek. Drink up and drink up. Continue <laughs> to continue to buy uh, local beers and wash your damn hands. <laughs> Don't touch your face as I'm rubbing my beard. The end. The end. <laughs>